Welcome to the VQA podcast, a conversation between two friends who talk a lot about wine and need someone to listen. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the VQA podcast. This is Manny. I'm here with Tash, and uh, we're doing a quick, interesting, fun episode today. Uh, we're going to do some blind tasting. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> I'm a little nervous, a little excited. I don't think we've done this in a long time. I'm definitely rusty in blind tasting. But I think we've got enough practice. Yeah, we've blind tasted a lot in the past, not lately, but <clears throat> we'll do it. It'll be great. It'll yeah. Be fun. So what we did is we kind of decided that we were gonna do this on a on the fly. We didn't really like plan this. So she went and picked up a wine for me, and I went and picked up a wine for her. Didn't tell each other what it is, what it was, the color of it. Now it's poured so that she knows what color it is, but that's about it. Uh, and so we'll, we're going to just try to guess what the other person picked for the other person. The only parameters that we gave each other is that it had to be Canadian. Yeah. Um, other than that, it was fair game. Yeah. So uh, there's going to be some video also. So make sure to go to the Instagram page to check out a couple of those shots of Tash and myself just going, you know, deep into the wine and trying to get what it is. And so, yeah, hope, uh, hope you have fun laughing at us and, you know. <laughs> anyway, laughing with us. La- laughing with us. <laughs> and if you're listening to this and you're listening to the notes, maybe you can also um, guess what, uh, what we're tasting because we don't know, right? So when you're hearing all of these descriptors and everything else, maybe you have an idea. Maybe you even get it and we don't. Yeah, right? we want to so, hear it. We want to hear if you guess the wine. So first, uh, first is going to be Tash. Uh, she's going to blind taste first. There's a white wine in front of her, so uh, yeah, have fun. All right, wine number one, Tash, take it. Wish me luck. Okay, so this is a white wine. I would say the color is yellow. It's pretty yellow. It has like medium plus intensity, maybe straw, some gold in there, Um, and it is clear, it is bright. In terms of viscosity, I'm gonna say medium to medium plus viscosity it is clinging a little to the glass um first sniff not overly aromatic but it is really cold so i'm also going to take that into account oh that's really pretty so i'm going to say medium intensity I, I think that has something to do with the temperature um it does seem like it would be aromatic otherwise but it's super like i get chamomile tea with honey uh, right off the bat yeah very honey very tea floral and pomaceous fruit but like cooked almost like baked apples with cinnamon there's like a tiny bit of like a spice thing going on like a pear crumble it's really pretty on the nose (laughs) smells expensive (laughs) i just can't get over how strong that chamomile smell is like i'm really just getting those flowers so on the palette um not super Tart. I will say the acid is medium plus, but there's a bit of sweetness, a bit of residual sugar, so that's offsetting that a little bit. My mouth definitely is watering, but it's not sour per se. You get that apple and cinnamon really strong on the palate. Again, it's it's pretty true to the nose. And it's pretty weighty, almost oily. It's like a medium plus body, I would say. Fruit character's more tart than on the nose. Definitely seemed more like cooked or stewed on the nose. It is a little bit more tart on the palate. I'm getting phenolic bitterness, which is interesting. 
definitely that honey character. And there is like a tertiary something. Oh, wow, this is a really cool line. The alcohol is not very high though. I would say the alcohol is pretty imbalanced. It's like medium. Okay. And no overt oak. I do have to comment on that. Maybe neutral oak, but there's no like overt oak presence. Do you think that you might have an idea what this is? I don't really. I, from the nose, it smells botrytized. So that leads me to Shannon and Pinot Gris. It's tough. I know that Big Head does botrytized wine. It could also be Sauvignon, probably. From that spicy character, I know that that's a Terminer grape. I probably also have a Throat Givers Terminer in there. Now. But there is Pinot bitterness that doesn't come from a lot of. Yeah, I I want to say I picked on purpose a one that is tricky. Yeah, it's getting hotter now to the alcohol seeping yeah. higher now. I, I didn't mean it to be super difficult. I just I wanted it to be tricky because she good. It's very complex. It is amazing. This is really good wine. The color also leads me to believe that it's botrytized as well. Yeah. Um, but now it is getting hotter now. Um, this is like, like I said, it smells and tastes expensive. Like, this is a very complex, very nuanced, very balanced wine. It's made really, really well. I don't think it's from a warm climate, so I'm going to say it's from Ontario. I think it is Shannon. Okay, so conclusion. Oh, no, your face. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> just call it. Just call the wine. Um, okay, I'm going to say... It's a 2017 Shannon Block. From Ontario. From Niagara. Very good. Okay. I, I'm i going to say if I was getting this blind, I would have said the exact same okay, thing. Okay, but it's too spicy for Shannon. Now, it, when I tell you what it is, you're going to be like, what the... F like, how? How does that happen? Because I tasted this wine maybe when it was in tank. So before it was even bottled. Um, and it was weird. Did I name the varietal in any of my four? No. Are you kidding? No. But it's, it's when I, when I, again, when I tasted this wine, it had some character. But in bottle, now that it's in bottle, like it has no characteristics other than the phenolic bitterness that would indicate you that it is what it is. Because like I said, if I was getting this blind, I would have said shining on nose. On the, on the first but the palate is more pinot to me because it is has that phenolic bitterness and it's spicy yeah. and you don't get that in Shannon. And the color also suggests that it is Shannon yeah. that right. has been either oaked or botrytized or oxidized. But it's not oxidized on the nose or on the palate. And it's not oaked. You don't get a lot of those oaky flavors. Um, so it is, apple, a, is it? it's a tricky wine, man. Like I would have not... I don't think anybody will get this wine. It's not supposed to be... It's supposed to be a tricky wine. It's supposed to be different. All right, so we we'll do the we we'll do the big it? reveal. Hold on, now oh, we'll get the big reveal. It is big head though. This is. It's don't tell me it's a Chardonnay. Sauvignon Blanc, twenty nineteen by Big Head Wines. There's a lot of science. You should see Tasha's face. <laughs> Shut up. I know. Is this Sauvignon Blanc? This is twenty nineteen Sauvignon Blanc. It's botrytized. Yeah, there is botrytis in the Sauvignon Blanc. I didn't expect it to be dominated okay, by the Okay, I'm not mad at my answer. No, no, it, it makes complete sense. That's why I said I would have called the same thing. I would have said the same thing on the first sniff. Oh my god. 
And again, I tasted this in tank. What? And I did not expect it to be that way in the glass. Like on the in the glass is full botrytis, is full it's honey crisp apple with ginger, sugar. a little bit of RS, so it's it does not indicate whatsoever that this is Sauvignon Blanc. Uh, but on the nose, like even though the wine was not Shannon, it tastes like Shannon. It would it mimics what it does to Shannon. So I say that is a well done job. You describe the wine a hundred percent. So you cannot be mad at your answer because it was everything that you said is in the glass and in the palate. Yeah. Wow, that's a good one. I'm glad you chose that. That's cool. Yeah. I don't want. I didn't want to give me like I didn't. I wanted this to be fun. Yeah. No, it was a lot of fun too because oh I was having fun. I was the one I poured in the glass. I was like, oh sh craps. Like <laughs> I would never guess this wine. She's not gonna get it. Uh, it is at the winery thirty dollars, so you can get it. Um, it smells there. like cinnamon hearts. It's uh, it's incredible wine. Like I I don't drink a lot of Sauvignon Blanc specifically from uh, New World regions, and this doesn't taste like Sauvignon Blanc. First and second, it tastes like Bocchiato like Chenin, which is amazing. So yeah. I would definitely suggest getting this wine, and it's fun drinking it. it it's really good, and uh, yeah, it's it's weird. It's a weird wine. Good one. You tricked me. <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> okay, so now it is time for Manny to blind taste his wine. Uh, it is a red wine. It is poured in front of him, and uh, he has no idea what this is. I just know it's red. And, Unless uh, my eyes lie. Good luck. All right. Wine number two. The wine is red. It doesn't seem to have any sediments or CO2. The wine is clear. Um, it is pretty red, but it does have a little bit more depth to it. Um, I would say that it's ruby red with a little bit of magenta purple highlights. On the nose, the wine is medium, medium plus intensity. Uh, definitely aromatic. Dark fruit driven flavors and aroma, so lots of uh, blackberries, plums, juicy plums, uh, a little bit of cassis, chocolate shavings and graphite, dark cherries, ripe fruit, definitely riper. It does have a slight smokiness and gaminess too that I'm getting that I really enjoy in a wine um, that really combine well with the dark fruit aromas. And uh, there's definitely a little bit of floral notes coming through uh, on the darker floral notes, violets, maybe uh, papuri and maybe even dry, uh, dry leaves. There's some wood in this wine, I think. Uh, definitely getting those cinnamon coconutty notes. Um, maybe not American oak, but definitely an indication of wood. Okay, let's give, her a, let's give her a taste. On the palate, the wine has medium plus acidity medium alcohol, medium tannins. It's quite juicy and crunchy. Um, quite the replay on the palate, so you're still dominated by the dark, dark flares, uh, blackberries, blueberries, those juicy plums still kicking in, and then it finishes with that leathery graphite mineral note. Uh, a little bit of spice on the palate too, so I believe that there is a little bit of oak in this wine. Probably French, I don't get a lot of that coconutty stuff. Um, um, the gaminess is a little tamed on the palate, but it's still present, which plays a nice role. Floral notes are muted on the palate. It's definitely dominated by more fruit 
and those mineral graphite leather uh, pencil shavings chocolatey notes based on the descriptions I would say that this is definitely not Pinot I don't think it's Gamay Merlot comes to mind Cabernet Franc maybe but it doesn't feel that has the green notes of a Cabernet Franc so I don't think it's that um, unless it is a blend of a couple of things and there's a little bit of Cabernet Franc just the graphite really reminds me of it it could be a serious example of Baco that I've had before it reminds me of something like that but again the fruit condition is not as ripe and as juicy for it to be a Baco so let's get away from that I would say that this is probably oof, I don't know it's a tough one we both chose tough ones today it has this something smoky leathery minerally going on that is jumping at me that I cannot put my finger on but it reminds me of Merlot when it's made in the old world but this is not an old world wine so let's let's think for a little bit medium plus alcohol medium tannin and it's a little spicy man not so rare okay I'm gonna say a crazy thing just because I'm I'm gonna say it's a crazy wine. So this is Schweigelt from the Okanagan Valley, BC. It doesn't taste like an agro wine to me. What vintage? Still youthful. I would say that this is probably 2018 Schweigelt. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, the, the wine has something that is not familiar to me. And I wanna say that I taste enough Ontario wine on a regular basis to know. Just the acid is not as bright. It is there, but it's not as bright. And the fruit condition is riper than we usually get. I don't know, I mean, it's a tricky wine. Um, is that your final answer? Let's just, let's just go for it. Just because I, I really, it's not, it's not jumping at me what this would be. Like I said, like it reminds me of Merlot a little bit. This is not Cabernet Sauvignon, it's not parasitic enough. This doesn't have the great notes. Yeah, so it could be that or something else. I don't know. What do you want to do? Do you want me to reveal it? Is that you're locking it in? Yeah, let's just do it. It is. Ooh. Adamo Petit Verdot, 2017. So this is Edrock Vineyard. So this is Viagra Fruit. Um, it is in the bench, I believe, Edrock Vineyard, uh, but vinified at Adamo. Yeah, tricky. Because we never drink single varietal Petit Verdot. No. Ever. Couldn't tell you the last time I did. I will say, I read the descriptors today online, like, for Petit Verdot, and you nailed every single one on the nose. Every single one. You were nailing it, and it does have that smokiness. And I was thinking, oh, if I got this blind, I would call it Merlot. 100%. So you were really close to what I would have said. You know what? Petit Verdot didn't even come to mind. Yeah, because you don't even think about it. No, but so how did this Weigel come to mind? Just say something weird because it's just weird wine to me. So uh, let's just let's just say Weigel <laughs> because why not? Yeah, so thirty percent new oak, all French oak, aged for sixteen months uh, from Vine Mount Ridge, which is along the Beansville Bench. Late ripening varietal for sure. Petit Verdot is hard to get ripe, and especially in a cooler climate. Um, but apparently along the Vine Mount Ridge, the, there's a ton of sun exposure 
Um, and there's a lot of early bud bursts for the vines. And it's 2017, so that was a longer growing season, so it might have had yeah. a chance to fully ripen because it doesn't taste really green. It does have that smokiness that can be uh, pyrocynic characteristic, but it doesn't really scream like green peppers or jalapenos or anything like that. Yeah, but it's crazy. So it says petite verdot, aromas of mostly black fruit, plum, blackberry, blueberry, um, herbal and floral, violet, lilac, lavender, sage, dried herbs, like you touched on all of this, oak, vanilla, smoky, and smoked meats. Like you said all this. Yeah. It's just you just didn't know... Yeah, which no. wine you were describing but you no. knew what you were smelling and tasting but it does it is super smoky yeah it has that distinct uh smokiness where like smoking in a barbecue like you the yeah. apple wood in the, in the tin foil with the holes or something like that 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 smell you know what i this wine makes me want <laughs> schnitzel no <laughs> It makes me want to sit by a fireplace with a cigar and have smoking slippers on. Like, this is like a svelte, sexy, kind of smoky wine. I don't know. It makes me just want to, like, be in some chalet with, like, a bearskin rug by the fireplace. Yeah, and the fruit condition is ripe, like... Yeah, it it's is. It's not jammy, but it's definitely ripe. The palate's not as... Because I didn't taste it before you tasted it, so... The palette is definitely a cool climate palette. Like it doesn't taste how it smells, norm like which is normal because it is from a cool climate. But I would imagine this from like Australia or Chile would be so full. Yeah, like jammy. Jammy. Yeah, fruit bomb. Yeah, cool wine, man. I it was, it's tricky. I yeah, like I said, like, I don't I don't know when the last time I drank. Appetiver dough. Yeah, I mean, but you don't often see just single varietals no. petit dough because it is so often used in blending. Yeah. Good job. Thanks, you too. We both <laughs> tricked each other. <laughs> That's a lot of fun. That was um, a lot of fun. Yeah, this is uh, this was us blind tasting, flexing a little bit of that muscle that we haven't used in a long time. Long time. Uh, but what you heard and what you see if you go to the Instagram page is basically what we do when we study and in competitions and things like that. So it's a wine in front of us and we just have to describe it as best as we can following a protocol on the nose and the palate and visually and then coming to a conclusion based on what you say. When you're not writing an exam, it's a lot more fun. That's true. When there's not a certification <laughs> writing on it, it's a lot more fun. That's the episode of today. Just a fun little quick one. Yeah, hope you liked it. Well, thanks for joining, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. and uh, Go drink some Petit Verdot. Yeah, go try some <laughs> Petit Verdot. Let me know if you get the same thing as I did. Uh, Damo has one, by the way. Yeah, Adamo Winery <laughs> is where this one is from. And then the other one was Big Head uh, Sonia Blanc. All right, till next time. Cheers. Cheers.